all of the things with the rubric allow you to show us that you have done your homework. That's what we're looking for. Have you thought it through? Have you given it the right analysis and bounced it off of enough people to see if it's really something that, you know, could make a difference? Welcome to the Eagle Works podcast, a show that prepares students to compete in the Tennessee Tech Shark Tank style innovation and entrepreneurship competition. Today, you'll learn all about how the competition is judged. We'll first go over each section of the judging rubric, then hear tips and tricks from our show opener, Leanna Garrick, a former Eagle Works competition judge. So let's get right to it. It's particularly important to understand each part of the rubric, as the judges will use this document when scoring both your business plan and the pitch. You can find the rubric on the important links page of the EagleWorks website, tntech.edu forward slash EagleWorks. As with any competition, EagleWorks judges abide by a scoring system, which we call the rubric, to evaluate the contestants' overall performance in the competition. The rubric allows me to organize my thoughts and thinking, does this idea meet a certain listing of criteria as far as the customer perspective, the product perspective, the financial perspective? Is it something that has interest? Each judge will use the rubric to evaluate all teams based on the rubric's criteria. And this is a good time to note that all EagleWorks judges are completely independent from Tennessee Tech and EagleWorks staff. In other words, no tech faculty or tech staff are allowed to judge. Instead, we assemble a team of three to five experts hailing from different backgrounds such as business, engineering, healthcare, science, and more. We kind of look at it from different perspectives. These people are seasoned. They've been out in the workplace. They've seen ideas come and go. They know how these things get used. There are six parts of the EagleWorks rubric. I'll go through each of them in detail so that you have a clear understanding of what is expected. And as always, if you have any questions, hit us up on the website contact form. Section one, identify the problem. This is also known as the value proposition. In other words, tell the judges what problem your idea solves. Innovation is essentially identifying a problem and creating a solution for it. For example, the refrigerator was invented to prevent food from spoiling which solves a specific problem. It's important to make sure you clearly define the problem your idea is meant to solve. By stating the problem in relation to your idea, your idea becomes valuable to those who experience the problem, thus value proposition. But why should people care about your idea versus a similar solution? Don't try to go at it from 40 different angles. The more simplistic that you can make your thought process and how you can convey it. The biggest part of your presentation must be that you are trying to convey in the most simplistic way that you can what your product or your process is. Section two, identify your solution. You've identified your problem. Now, how will your solution solve the problem that you've identified? The judges will be looking for you to answer questions like, how is your idea more accessible than what is currently offered? What makes your solution better than the existing solutions? What are the benefits your customers will have by utilizing your idea or service? You and your team will have to approach these questions thoughtfully and thoroughly in an effort to highlight and showcase the greatness and usefulness of your idea. Basically what you're doing is continuing to prove your theory. You're honing it, you're getting it better. And so by the time you get to a judge, you should be able to really talk about it, 
have a lot of your details worked out and, and really think it through and give a really good assessment. Section three, identify your customer. You've identified your problem. You've come up with a thoughtful and realistic solution to said problem. Now, who also experiences that problem? Ask yourself questions like, who am I making this product or service for? Who needs a solution to this problem? Think about who needs your solution and who will benefit from it. You'll also want to research what existing products are on the market and how many people they are reaching. Have you looked at your competitors? Do you already have this in the marketplace? If it's already in the marketplace, how are you going to make it better? How are you going to make it appeal to a wider audience? Section four, revenue model. This is more on the business side of things and requires a bit of research. First, you need to understand your market size. In layman's terms, this means the potential number of people that might purchase your product or service. And then you want to understand your go-to-market strategy. This is an action plan of how a company will reach their target customers. And finally, you'll need to include your revenue model in your business plan. This is your opportunity to answer such questions as, how much does your product cost to make? At what price will you sell it? How many products or services will you sell? And ultimately, how much profit will you make? These are all important factors you want to consider in this part of the rubric. Have you thought about the financial aspect of what it would cost to produce it? What will it take to produce this product? How expensive is it going to be? Many times we find that students can get a little tripped up on this section, and that's okay. Lucky for you, we have resources here at Tech and in the community to help with the revenue model. First of all, if you need help, reach out to us and let us know. Also, we're planning an upcoming workshop featuring the Small Business Development Center, who will speak about revenue model development. And of course, we'll feature a podcast episode on revenue as well. Section five, social impact. This section is important in not only the grand scheme of your idea, but also in the recognition that your idea can bring about real change and potentially make the lives of your customers better. The judges will be looking for the overall social impact of your idea and how it interacts with the society around it. This section isn't only for nonprofits. Every business has a part to play in affecting social change and making the world a better place to live. In the business plan and pitch, tell us how is your product affecting this social change? For this section, you'll need to investigate how your product will be useful not only to your individual customers, but also society as a whole. Are we looking at something that is very small in society or is this something that could really have legs and mean something important to everyone? Section six, presentation. The judges will be looking for your interest, excitement, and genuine enthusiasm for the product or idea that you are pitching. Do you care about this product or idea? Do you believe in it? Why? Show the judges why this product, idea, or service is important, necessary, and show them why you care about it while encouraging them to care about it too. Your genuine interest and passion for the idea can communicate much more than excitement. It can communicate to the judges that you have a belief in the idea that you are pitching. If it's something that the person is excited about, then they can make me and usually the other judges excited about it just in their presentation. I'm listening for a good idea, but I'm also listening for the credence that that person gives it. Are they excited about it? Are they thinking that it's really something 
they can get excited about themselves. If the person isn't excited, they can't give that excitement to anyone else. And that's it for the judging rubric. Each section represents a different area in which the judges will score you and your team. Understanding the scoring guidelines and what the judges are looking for can give you a leg up in your presentation, your business plan, and the competition as a whole. I want to thank Leanna for her generous support of EagleWorks over the years and for taking the time from her busy schedule to be on the podcast. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, or wherever you get yours. For more information like contest details, full schedule, judging rubric, and FAQs, visit tntech.edu forward slash EagleWorks. This podcast is written, produced, and hosted by me, Michael Akins, Director of EagleWorks. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Until then, wings up.